Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, the theme of the night was indulgences, and Nikki Starr shared a story about an affair with a rock star. So, this is less a story about indulgence and more a story about a time a guy crushed a little bit more of the dreamer and romantic out of me. Let me take you back in time to a year before internet stalking would have really helped me out. <laughs> Let's call it 2004 because it was. Um, <laughs> I had just gotten out of the military and um, I'm kind of a free-spirited kind of gal and they were really trying to crush it out of me. Uh, and I was really just wanting to take every opportunity as it came and I do that still today. Uh, I got out of the military. I came home, went to a party, met a nice young guy. And he asked me out, and he said he had two tickets to see one of my favorite bands playing at the Boathouse of all places. And I loved it. I was like, yeah, of course, hell yeah, I'll go with that. Um, you know, it's one of those bands, 80s, 90s, you know. Um, not as popular as Dave Matthews, but not as lame as Dave Matthews, you know what I mean? So good. So we, sorry, any Dave Matthews fans. Um, so we go, we go to the show, we get there early, we're right up against the rails, men, we dance, the show is so, so great. Um, and after the show, one of the road crew comes up to me and says, hey, do you know the lead singer? Let's call him Jeff. Uh, and I say, nah, I don't know him. He said, well, well do you want to meet him? And I said, yeah, I do. Of course I want to meet him. So I go backstage with a bunch of strangers. And I know that they probably have free beer and stuff. And I was like, sweet. I just want to shake his hand and then drink a whole shit ton of beers. That would be great. So I do that. I go backstage and I shake the guy's hand. Great to meet you. Songs are fantastic. Whatever. Where are the beers? And um, so we drink beers and everybody's having a good time. And on my way out, he says, can I get your number? And I was like, um, yeah, you can have my number. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I didn't think that he was actually going to call me. And he didn't. Because <laughs> this is 2004, and still at this time, not every single person has a cell phone. Everybody has a cell phone, right? That didn't happen then. He didn't have one. I wrote it on a piece of paper. He lost that piece of paper. Um, but he did remember that, no, no. He said, hey, would you want to go and talk for a while? I said, sure, let's go talk for a while. So we go, and we talk, and we talk, and we talk, and we talk all night. And it's great. It's great. We talk about everything and nothing, and it's fantastic. And I finally say, hey, man, I got to go. He says, fantastic. So I leave, and I don't hear from him. And then he remembered that during our conversation, I said that I worked at Uno's in Norfolk. Uno's Pizzeria, Chicago deep dish, <laughs> where I was a server and salad girl. Um <laughs> And so he calls one day. He calls the restaurant while I'm working. And I thought it was one of my friends, and I promptly hung up. Uh, but he called back, and I said, okay, okay. And he says, 
would you like to go to Florida? And I said, yeah, I want to go to Florida. Of course I want to go to Florida. Uh, but I'm a server at Uno's and I don't have any money. He says, don't worry, I've got you. And this starts like years of me traveling with this man and going to different shows and, and just going to amazing places. Now I, <laughs> I'm a person that likes to learn things and my favorite trip that we went on was to Salt Lake City, Utah. We went to the Mormon Temple Mount and I'm telling you, they show you some historical documents that are hilarious. I mean, other people, <laughs> other people were crying and really moved, spiritually moved. And I'm looking around going, oh, my God, <laughs> do you hear this? Oh, oh, you're, you're serious. Okay. She, well, yeah, me too. Jesus wept and everything. All right. So, so it goes, it goes, it goes. Three years later, there comes a time when he's coming to play a show here. And bonus, he has... Two extra days after the show to hang out. And I'm pumped. He's never had that. We've never had that. We went on a trip to Vegas, my first trip to Vegas. And we were going to spend all this time together, right? That's going to be fantastic. Vegas, woo! I had to do it all by myself because he had to do interviews and everything. So I'm walking the streets of Vegas drunk as shit by myself. But here, he's coming here. So I know here. Oh my God, let's go to my favorite restaurant and let's have some time together. Oh my, he'd met my friends by this time. So let's have a party at my house and my friends will come over and it'll be so great. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm telling him this on the phone. And he says, okay, um, that sounds great, but we can't do any of that. And I said, oh God damn it. He did not get the time off. I can't believe this. He says, no, no, I have the time off. Um, it's just that my wife is coming? Yeah! Oh! Yeah! Oh! Three years? Three years. In three years' time, this person had not managed to tell me that there was a waha wife. A person I said vows to that I am committed to, wife. And I was said... Okay. And he said, but it's not that big a deal. It's really not. It's not that big a deal. Seriously, it's not that big a deal. Like, really, what it is is that we are in an open relationship, and, and, and I just don't want to throw in her face what we have. And I said, Because in all this time, I had not screamed at this person. I had not, sassy black girl, angry woman, screamed at this person, and it was coming. But I, I let it go. I, I was like, you know what? I need to, we need to stop talking. But the show was the next night, and all my friends had bought tickets, and we were going, and we were supposed to be in the VIP, and we are going to do this and that. And we get to the show, and my friends say, why aren't we going to the VIP section? Because we got there super early. And I said, oh, he couldn't get us all backstage. Yeah, the lead singer of the band could not just tell people, let these people through. So, you know, like, we just, we just stood there. We got there super early, so we're standing right up against the VIP section. And the show goes on, and I'm angry. I haven't told them what's going on. 
I just was like, let's enjoy this show. I don't want to ruin everyone's time. But part of the way through the show, glorious wonder of life, uh, there's a woman that would travel with the band, and she would go to all the shows. I'd met her so many times. And I see her see me through the crowd. And she says, <laughs> and I see her and I go, ah. God, please don't come over here. Okay, she's coming. She's coming. She's coming. Oh, God damn it. Okay, she's coming. Hi. And behind her, just behind her, just beside her, I see this beautiful baby angel just bouncing along towards us right behind this woman. And I know it's her. I know it's her. And the reason I know it's her is because she's the only other gorgeous black woman there. And I was like, God damn it. So she comes over and she's like, hey, girl, hey. Why are you not in the VIP with me? I'd say, oh, I have my friends. I have all these friends here. We can't come back there. So that's what it is. And she says, oh, that's. That's ridiculous. We could hang out afterwards. Hey, by the way, have you met Jeff's wife? And I was like, no. I have not met Jeff's wife. And she's wonderful. Oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you. She told me that you are such good friends with him. You should come hang out with us. Come on, girl. And I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you so much. And they leave and they go back to enjoy the show and I'm just through. So I just go on the side and I wait for my friends who after I tell what was going on and he, the Jeff, he just calls me so many times and I don't answer because now I'm irate. I had to meet the wife that I didn't even know existed and I was furious. Oh my God. I... We got through it. Uh, We talked. And I said, you know, I can't see you anymore because I'm not down with that. You might be open. I'm not. I don't like it. And I was so angry. God, I was so, 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 so angry. And I was so angry at him. It was his fault. But then I, I was thinking about it because I was raging so hard. And I had to think, why? Why am I so angry? And the reason I was so angry that I had to finally admit to myself for real was that he killed it. Not us, not our time together, not the fun things, but he killed my dream. The thing that I had let myself believe. I met this really quirky, intelligent, crazy talented dude that I was like, man, maybe we can really have a thing together. And he crushed it. He crushed that indulgence, my fantasy that I had, and it made me angry, and it made me a little angry right now, but it was years ago, so I'm gonna let that go, Uh, (laughs) and what I'm gonna say is, so now, because I have to hear their songs every once in a while, sometimes in restaurants, and then TV shows, and commercials, and sometimes I get so angry, because I remember that that small part of it. But then sometimes I remember all of the f- 
fun things and the wonderful times and how many great experiences we had together. And I just smile and I dance. And that's it. (laughs) Thank you. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. I'm Deb Markham, producer of the show. Our live host is Brendan Kennedy. Amber Nettles, Evan Hartley, and Scott Rose serve as our production assistants. And Jenny Zell is our podcast consultant. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.